Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. Today, we are talking about the men in the trenches. The commander's offensive line, Santana Moss and Logan Paulson, joined me to discuss the new men up front. Shifting on the offensive line, uh, they did bring in Trey Turner and Andrew Norwell. By the way, the hat, he said it's just for swag. Don't get caught up in it. You know, of course, we support the Nationals here in this area. Do you anticipate, because Brandon Sheriff was a perennial all-star, of course, and we talked about how dominant he was this offensive line. What kind of, can we anticipate a drop-off? Should there be one? What can we anticipate with these changes, basically? I mean, offensive line is a weird thing because it's five people. And it's not just five individuals. It's how those five guys play together, right? So, yeah. so yeah, so even though you have one really good player in Brandon Sheriff, a guy that was in and out of the lineup a little bit, if the aggregate of these new guys is better, like, the, the group's going to play better, yeah. right? And so I think Norwell Turner, having been in this offense before, I think he mentioned that there are a whole bunch of guys who've been in the league for a long time. Bleno's another guy. That it helps galvanize guys. Yeah. They know how to play together, and I think that's really important. I think even though they're they're older, some of them have kind of had, you know, maybe on the downside of their career, the fact that they're going to come together and play really, I think, is, is going to maybe lead to an increase in production. I think one of the things that you need the most on any team, uh, when you talk, speaking of veteran guys, is up front with the offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. Those guys who've been in the trenches know what it takes, uh, have been around a system, can bring that leadership in, and especially when you have a, a very versatile group these guys can basically play guard or tackle a lot of these guys are center you know what i mean you have a lot of guys that can be you know um play different positions so it's great to know that we have a, f a couple of guys here that's that are veterans that's going to be able to lead these guys on and i think they'll be fine though you did talk about divert um about being able to move around um mm -hmm. and have that, that ability to be at different spots on the offensive line we've seen sadly and unfortunately too many times yeah. where that's been necessary right. you have to be diverse and be able to where you can line up mm -hmm. they went and, and consciously brought in a couple of guys that were familiar with head coach Ron Rivera and his coaching staff. How much is that familiarity of what to expect and kind of what they know they're going to get from the O-line? How much does you think that factors in? Well, I mean, when you're in a run scheme, I mean, it's very similar to a pass game. There are certain rules and certain principles that you abide by here. And they do a lot of jet sweep here, a lot of motion, a lot of uh, post-snap blocking assignments, right, where they move gaps and stuff. And that affects the defense. And if you've been in a system like that for a long time, you know the adjustments, you know how to handle it, you know all these different variables. And like the longer I was in Kyle Shanahan's offense, the more effective I became. I just knew the adjustments, yeah. I knew what to do, I knew the calls. And I think that's the same thing with these guys here. Yeah, no doubt. You said it right. Yeah. <laughs> is there any part of this line that maybe you say, okay, I need to see when we get to training camp, I need to see certain player at this position step up? I don't think so. I mean, I think one of the things that we saw that was, um, you know, that opened all our eyes to see the young guys last year be able to flourish in those spots. You know, I mean, you had guys in and out of the lineup and still coming in and playing well. So now you bring in a little, you know, um, uh, veteran leadership that's going to be able to add to what those guys know or don't know. So uh, I don't think I need to see much, but you do want to, you, you are going to keep an eye on some of those new guys just to see if they're going to be able to, you know, what level they're going to play on, you know, while they're here. John Matzkos, great offensive line coach. Uh, they always give credit for him being mm. able to get them ready no matter yep. what position they have to play as well. Chase mm -hmm. Ruye coming back from injury. Would nice to be having him back out there on the field as well. Speaking of the men up front, former Washington guard Derek Dockery stopped by the park during minicamp. He shared his memory on the Monday Night Miracle. In-game memory, I'll probably have to say it might have been 2005, I believe, four or five. We were in Dallas when we one on like a like a last drive pass, like Mark threw a pass Santana, 
That's one of my fondest memories. Now, being from Dallas, too, going back home. So, yeah, I mean, we had some great memories here. You ever get tired of talking about that game, Santana? <laughs> Never. Of course, because it's Dallas. They, I mean, trust me, everywhere I go is always that. I'm, and I'm, I ask the question all the time, did I do anything else while I was here? <laughs> I mean, it's always a you know, Monday Night Miracle. But I love it because, you know, uh, I asked the fan, you know, why was that so significant to them? And they was like, well, the years before you guys, they had Super Bowls. And our era, the Monday Night Miracle, stood out more than mm. our playoff, you know, run. Right. So I guess I have to, you know, live with that, you know? You know it it kind of goes to, to talk about the rivalries we have in sports. And a lot of times now it used to be teams, but now with players moving all over the place, mm. uh, people kind of question, like, how much do we lose that rivalry aspect? It's never lost between yeah. Washington and Dallas, and that's just another example of it. So yeah, I, I, I found out the hard way, but I'm glad I was on the Good no, side no, of it, the winning know, end of that. Yeah, the yeah. winning end of it. Yeah. Is Dallas still the team to beat now? Uh, you know, I mean, I, personally, I, I don't think so. I think right now Philadelphia seems to be moving in that direction. I think they, they've done a really nice job with that defense of getting better this offseason. Their offensive line is probably the best, mm -hmm. maybe in the league, and they've got some good skill position players yeah. now to support Jalen Hurts. And again, Jalen Hurts is kind of the weak link there. But I think that's the team. And I think it's. I think Washington and Dallas are much closer than people think. A lot of national pundits. So I think that's going to be really competitive games this year. I think Dallas just stands out because of the owner. You know, and, and that star, and they're always going to be yeah. known or named as the America's team. But, you know, they do have some great talent over there. Yeah, but it absolutely. seems like they just find a way to, I'm not sure if it's coaching or it's just the guys that's not getting together, you know, not, not making it happen together. But, um, no, I'm, I'm with Logan with that. Uh, Philly has seemed to be the team. Although the Giants have got some Super Bowls in the last, what, 10 years? Yeah. Two of them, I guess you can say. But who knows, man? Every season is another chance for another team to take that. You and know? in the NFC East, it constantly is switching. But how much, look, that, that loss to Dallas last year, it hurts. Mm. It still hurts. <laughs> how, I mean, I know guys probably will sit there and go into anytime we meet Dallas week four and then week 18 to close out the season. They're going to remember. Yep. They're going to remember that last game and go in, I'm sure, with a little extra motivation as well. Indeed. I think so, yeah. For all your news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights, 5.30 and 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. And if you miss an episode, they're always there on our YouTube channel and our website. And while you're at it, follow at Commanders on all social media platforms for the latest on the team. Hail to the Commanders.